0: Welcome to the New England Take. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead. This is a special episode sponsored by the New Hampshire Insurance Department, a government organization that I personally support and offers important resources to the state. Medicaid enrollment numbers have soared throughout the public health emergency, or PHE as is referred to in industry, during the COVID-19 pandemic. However, as New Hampshire moves closer to lifting all the public health emergency protections, upwards of 10,000 Granite Staters could soon be looking to obtain health insurance. Today, we'll speak with five individuals who will give helpful information and where to get your questions answered if you are one of those individuals. So today, I'm joined by Henry Lippman, who is the New Hampshire Medicaid director. Peter Ames from the Foundation for Healthy Communities, Jeremy Smith of First Choice Services, which is part of the New Ham- which runs the New Hampshire Navigator Program, Donna Toomey, uh, the Health Market Connect (HMC) Navigator Director, and Keith Nyhan from the New Hampshire Insurance Department's Consumer Services Division. So we're going to start off with Henry Lippman, who's going the New Hampshire Medicaid director uh, to kind of give an overview of uh, what Medicaid termination and is is going to uh, mean for the individuals in the state. So to start off with, how has the federal public health emergency impacted New Hampshire Medicaid beneficiaries?
1: simply for many people, it's been a safety net for people who at the beginning of the pandemic period, COVID-19, um, as there was a lot of unemployment that occurred, the unemployment rate in New Hampshire exceeded 17%. Many people have their health insurance through their employer. And when they no longer had a job, they no longer had health insurance, but they had the opportunity to, um, if they were income eligible to sign up for Medicaid and many people did. The start of the public health emergency Medicaid was about 175,000 individuals in the state. Today, it's close to 240,000. The second thing it did is it made sure um, that access to testing and treatment for COVID, particularly in the early stages, as the state and the country was trying to get their arms around what. Uh, the infections meant um, and being able to implement public health measures. um, It made sure that the testing and treatment services were available um, to many New Hampshire residents.
0: What should people do if they want to avoid a gap in coverage as the public health emergency goes away and the, the expanded Medicaid no longer is available to them? How do they make sure they're not going a span of time without coverage?
1: So what you're referring to is eligibility and that under the Medicaid program, at least annually, and if there's otherwise a change in circumstances in normal times, one has to basically reapply potentially. And sometimes that reapplication can be done in a fashion where the state has enough information that it can make the redetermination of eligibility on its own. But for many people, they do need to complete um, some um, application. And the issue that we see, AJ, is that, when the public health emergency eventually ends, um, we're, we're concerned that a whole, a large number of people would try be trying to do the same thing at once, and that's never a good thing. And so, what we're trying to tell people and get the message out. And this is helpful for for us doing so is that people need to understand if they're going to continue to be eligible, um, because by filling out an application, you're not taking any risk because you have the protection federally that. We can't disenroll individuals, but you'll know what your options are. And if you're no longer gonna be able to um, uh, qualify for Medicaid, you may qualify for the marketplace or you may be able to qualify for something else. And that's where the partners are on this call could uh, be of great help.
0: Yeah, kind of going off of that, how's the department working with navigator programs to ensure that people who become ineligible for Medicaid coverage retain their healthcare coverage?
1: So I think it happens in a, a number of different ways, but essentially there's, um, if we do a redetermination and we see that um, someone's not gonna be eligible, there's times that we can make a specific referral or a person can take that information and reach out to to the two navigators uh, in the state we've also done some joint programming um recently in manchester there was a, an in-person program with people um sponsored by one of the medicaid managed care organizations and there'll probably be more of them um, we have also are able to share information with the medicaid managed care organizations where they can reach out and work with uh, people who are enrolled in their programs and to the extent that they're no longer going to be eligible it might be that they're aging out of Medicaid. There might be a product that is available through the insurance department um, that the navigators can help them get to, or it may be that they're eligible for some of the um, uh, subsidies. And you know, New Hampshire has got a very favorable position in terms of where its marketplace is. I, I think uh, it was not too long ago that the insurance department uh, published a report that was you know, a national report that showed that New Hampshire had among the if not the lowest, among the lowest uh, benchmark premiums in the country.
0: What should people look out for? I've heard something about pink letters that may have important information they need to keep an eye out for.
1: So that the pink letter is a cue, if you will, <clears throat> to people that their redetermination is coming up and typically would tell them what they might need to do for provide for information. And actually, it's a, a campaign that uh, was brainstormed within the department that actually uh The Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services has uh, shared nationally and some other states have uh, adopted similar programs. So basically, you know, uh, communications that have to follow a certain structure to comply with federal regulations can sometimes be confusing to figure out what you need to do. And so what we try to do is say, if you get this pink letter, it's time to to do something. And that's where you could reach out to a navigator who could help you interpret what you need to do or other uh, stakeholders and advocates that are helping um, uh, members of Medicaid today.
0: Very briefly, how's the department working with providers to make sure that uh, other stakeholders support the beneficiaries, beneficiaries with completing the redeterminations?
1: So we um, are able to use the information that we have to have a sense of what someone needs to do typically to uh determine redetermine their eligibility and what we are doing is sharing with treating providers people that they have a treating relationship with uh, we're saying you know you're going to see this individual in the coming weeks or months potentially here's what they need to do to complete um, their redetermination for eligibility so that when someone comes in and does the registration, if the provider wants to talk to them about it to make sure that they're gonna be covered or to find out if they're not gonna be covered to maybe make a referral to the navigator. We're doing that with providers. We're also doing that with the Medicaid managed care organizations that have a, a relationship with you know, a member as part of their program. And they're part of the outreach campaign. And in addition to uh, telephone calls that the department has made to all the people that are at risk. um, And uh, we've made um, thousands and thousands of calls to all the individuals that uh, we've made it through the entire group of about, you talked about the 10,000 individuals approximately that probably might qualify for exchange coverage, but there's almost 88,000 people that we need to reach out in total. And in addition to the close to 10,000 that we know are income-knowledgeable, there may be another 10,000 on top of that, that we don't know their income exactly. That could also still be candidates for the um, for the marketplace.
0: Henry Lippman, New Hampshire Medicaid director, thank you very much for all that. That's very helpful information. And we're going to move over to Peter Ames from the Foundation for Healthy Communities. He's their executive director and overview of some of the navigation resources that his organization is offering and what really makes it stand out, especially in uh, in the realm of many of the services offered, in the insurance department or through the insurance department is you offer on the ground assistance where you they can actually speak to a person face to face. Can you talk a little bit about how that works?
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah, we're very pleased to have this navigation service here at the Foundation for Healthy Communities. And I'll give you a little context. Our organization is dedicated to improving health and health care for all people in New Hampshire. Uh, we're an affiliate Amateur Hospital Association and work with the partners here with us today. And really, you know, the core of this is going back to you know, making sure people have the ability to live their healthiest life possible. And we know that insurance coverage is absolutely essential uh, for allowing people to pursue uh, their healthiest self. Um, and we also know uh, that it is complicated, right? For anybody, whatever insurance product you have or don't have, it's a complicated system. And so these navigation services uh, offer a resource for anybody in New Hampshire who is trying to find out what insurance product they may be eligible for or is best for them um, and have that support to walk them through that process. With the Foundation the Communities, we do have an in-person navigator, her name's Adrienne Jason. She is available uh, really to any consumer in the state to meet one-on-one, uh, to go through their own situation, their own goals and help figure out what plan might be best for them and start help that enrollment process. Um, Adrian focuses mostly on the hospital systems in the state because we know that is often where some of the largest bills come from, right? And if folks are facing a hospital stay or feel they may need that in the future, you definitely want to get coverage ahead of time. And uh, Adrian's there to help out folks with that process. You know, the second big component reason to do this is, of course, that um, having good coverage gives you peace of mind, right? Uh, the financial burden from uh, getting care can be very significant and it your fi- finances for years to come. So having the peace of mind that you have the right insurance product is incredibly helpful to help you sleep well at night uh, and know uh, that you're secure. Um, as Henry mentioned, the options are fantastic right now. Some of the best that they've ever been um, on the marketplace. And a lot of the people that we've spoken with often reach out to us not thinking that we'd be able to help. And they're surprised that the affordability of some of the options on the marketplace uh, right now with the subsidies, or that they in fact qualify for Medicaid under the public health emergency. And so we help work with those individuals again, one-on-one and to meet them in their communities to walk them through their options to get on that uh, insurance product that's best for them. Yeah.
0: What, uh, sorry. So right. with, with the one-on-one, service being available like that how are you preparing for the for this influx of individuals that'll be uh, having many many questions as things come forward Uh, because I'm assuming the with the one-on-one aspect of it you're gonna be dealing with individuals that maybe aren't technically savvy necessarily and that might be why they're looking for specifically this sort of resource
2: sure I think you know working through partnerships is our first approach to that so a lot of the partners are here today Uh, this you know is going to take a lot of folks working um, at the same time and in the same direction uh, to make sure folks are getting um, the support they need this will be a very big um, moment in the state when that public health emergency does end and folks will need to find out if they can stay on medicaid or help transition to a different product um, on the marketplace and so uh, we are working with our hospital partners, Adrian is, because that's kind of our core group we're working with. They already have you know, good patient financial services staff, right? So uh, oftentimes uh, you can work with your local hospital system to find out uh, about coverage options. Um, and, and for the ones that are more complex, Adrian will, will find those and we'll work with them again about individual needs that that individual is, is facing, um, their financial situation and kind of their health goals to help figure out what the right plans are. So there's a bit of a partnership, a triaging. Um, Adrian, we try to work with, she tries to work with some of the more complex cases for that one-on-one uh, approach, but people should know that help is available. and There are multiple avenues um, that can support folks, both in their community, as well as some of the telephonic and online services available to them.
0: How should individuals reach out to your organization or through a hospital or whatever provider that would uh, allow them to access this?
2: Sure. Well, let me give it a 1-800 number. I think is kind of the first starting point. Right. And then you can kind of talk a little bit more and figure out uh, where to go next. The 1-800 number that's kind of the gateway to all these services uh, through First Choice is um, 1-877-211-6284. one 877 211 6284. You'll be able to talk to a live person that can help start that process um, about determining what product might be available for you or next steps. And through that uh, person could be referred to Adrian Jason, our staff member here on the ground. But additionally, folks should also reach out to their local local health um, system uh, that they're either already engaged with, or if you don't have an established primary care or health provider, Uh, just reach out to your local health system. They do have financial services staff that can also refer you uh, to their services. So uh, there's really no wrong door. You got supports that you can reach out to, uh, but that 1-800 number is probably the first best gateway.
0: Awesome. Peter Ames Foundation for Healthy Communities, their executive director. Is that about cover it for your end of things at this point? Obviously, this is just scratching the surface.
2: It does, yes. No, thank you.
0: All right. Move over to Jeremy Smith of First Choice Services. He's their program director, and we've actually spoken before with, about the uh, New Hampshire Navigator program. And I'd imagine this upcoming end to the public health emergency is uh, raising all sorts of questions that, uh, and with regards to. Uh, resourcing and assisting people in the state um your organization operates this free program in a number of states what have you seen in new hampshire in terms of insurance options compared to some of the other states that you operate out of
3: yeah definitely so yeah we're, we're a little bit unique in how we got into this we're you know we're actually based in west virginia we've been doing the navigator program here since 2015 and uh we, we specialize in running social service helplines. So we, we're really good at helping people over the phone. So, um, you know, we got a really good model going here in West Virginia at first about how to help people over the phone. And um, several years ago, we noticed that uh, there was a few years where there was no organization that would be a navigator in New Hampshire for a little while. So we applied and we decided to do it remotely because we wanted to be of help. So we've been doing that now for for several years. and. Um, we still do it for West Virginia, Iowa, Montana, and, and now, like I said, New Hampshire for several years. And, you know, this go around, the, we got a little bit additional funding, and we wanted to expand the program uh, to not only offer phone help, but we also needed some on-the-ground people as well. And, and Peter's one of our partners that we was able to pick up and it's just been, you know, a great service. And then in addition, we have Lamprey Health there on the ground, and Harbor Care, to where folks can just go to one of their facilities and meet with somebody in person. In addition to Adrian, uh, with uh, Peter's Group. So, you know, in in New Hampshire, it's been a really strong partnership, and it surprised me compared to our other states, just because how well everyone works together. And how much this means to everybody to make sure that consumers out there have good quality health insurance. And, you know, our partners uh, at the Office of Medicaid and the Insurance Commission, they've really led the way in making sure that we all stay connected and we work together, and that anytime somebody needs health insurance, they can access one of these free programs to be able to get linked up and and walk through the process and make sure them and their family get a good quality health insurance plan. And then, you know, the other main difference I've noticed in New Hampshire compared to some of the other states is the affordability. Uh, people, I think they can be shocked on how much uh, the plan actually cost them and their family, which is pretty low in a lot of cases. I mean, we, we've seen a number of cases this year where somebody can get a plan for under $10. And that's not really the case in some of the other states. So, you know, if you can't get health insurance through your job, it's really important to go ahead and check into it. You really probably would be surprised. And with these free navigator programs, you know, there's no commitment. We're not here to try to sell you anything. There's no stupid question. You can just uh, look into your options and you can get all set up with insurance for you and your family. And I think Henry m- mentioned, you know, just how important health coverage is for people. So we want to make sure people know where to go and get covered.
0: You've been with the uh, Health Insurance Navigator Program in New Hampshire since it launched in 2013. Uh, What's the program look like now compared to past years? Has it developed? Has it uh, shifted priorities? And uh, how does that play into what's coming up soon with this?
3: Yeah, so, you know, the program's changed a lot since the ACA was first launched in 2013. I think a lot of people didn't know what to expect or, or what to do um and what it did is it created the expanded medicaid for program for folks so that they could get on uh, medicaid if there were a little bit lower income and then it also created this health insurance marketplace on healthcare.gov and, and what we've seen over the years is kind of the rates stabilize to where people can get a good quality insurance plan for uh, a lot more affordable rate than some of the past years that we've seen um, and then, in addition, you know, we've seen some of these special enrollment periods because of COVID. So, if somebody's lost insurance uh, since the pandemic, it's important to look into their options and see if they have they can qualify and get health coverage right now. And then, you know, we've got some other stuff coming up. Um, they're they're fixing what's called the family glitch next year, which that's going to be huge for people. And and what that means, without getting too complicated, is you know, if you had a if you have a spouse. And their company offered you insurance. It, it, right now, the rule is that you're kind of stuck taking that company insurance policy. But starting next year, that's not going to be the case. Uh, you can look on the marketplace for coverage, even if your spouse has a job that offers you insurance. So there's a lot of good improvements we've seen. Uh, we've seen navigator programs expanded like crazy, um, a lot more on the ground help for people. So, you know. Well, we've seen some really great improvements, and I just can't stress enough. If, if you can't get insurance through your job, you really should contact an assistor and a navigator and see what you qualify for so that you and your family can get coverage uh, rather than going without. Uh, it, it's just super important to have health insurance.
0: Give a quick plug for where people can check out the navigator.
3: Yeah, definitely. So, online, you can go to our website, acanavigator.com. So, acanavigator.com. And then, if you just want to call and and talk to somebody on the phone, uh, it's 877-211-6284. So, 877-211-6284. And like I said, this is an absolutely free service, no pressure. Uh, If you have questions, just give somebody a call, and we're glad to help out.
0: Jeremy Smith, First Choice Services Program Director. been talking about the Navigator Program. We're going to be going to a quick commercial break right here. We've got a whole other segment here continuing this uh, fantastic panel uh, regarding the uh, ending of the public health emergency uh, as we come out of the COVID-19 pandemic. Very important information that uh, will hopefully help upwards of 10,000 Granite staters. So we're going to take a quick break. This is the New England Take on WKXL. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the New England Tech and WKXL. I'm your host, AJ Kearset. This is a special episode sponsored by the New Hampshire Insurance Department, a government organization that I personally support and offers important resources to our state. The Medicaid enrollment numbers have soared throughout the public health emergency and through the COVID 19 pandemic. Uh, uh, however, as New Hampshire moves to closer lifting these public health uh, protections, upwards of 10,000 grand estaters could be seeing a shift in what their coverage is going to be looking like. We've been talking with uh, five individuals uh, who were put together by the insurance department, including Henry Lippman, the New Hampshire Medicaid director, Peter Ames, the Foundation for Healthy Communities, Jeremy Smith, the First Choice Services, and we're going to be moving on this next segment to Donna Toomey of Health Market Connect and Keith Nyhan of the Insurance Department Consumer Services Division. We still have everyone here on the panel, so feel free to shout out if we're missing anything as we go along in this last segment. But we'll continue here to Donna Toomey of Health Market Connect, the Navigator Director for that. Uh, What exactly does Health Market Connect do?
4: Health Market Connect, um, most of our calls come in through our phone lines, and we have 10 navigators that can answer the calls. Um, We're somewhat like a call center, but we also do virtual calls. We do Zoom meetings. We do in-person meetings. Um, Our navigators are located throughout the state of New Hampshire. We have five different languages. We meet people in person if that's what they need. Um, It's all about what the consumer wants and what they're most comfortable with. And um, so our organization does a lot of tabling and a lot of events to reach out to our local consumers. I've been doing uh, Medicaid for almost 20 years. I've been a navigator since the ACA came into effect and then was a certified application counselor. So I've been involved with it since the start. Um, And much about is helping the consumers and meeting them where they're at and helping them understand I work a lot with the homeless population and substance use. So I go to the homeless shelters in different places to assist anybody that really needs our services. Um, And again, we're located throughout the whole state of New Hampshire um, and we're all residents. So we all know the state and where best to meet the consumers in our areas.
0: How are you working with uh, local organizations to make sure you're finding uh, the individuals that are gonna be needing help?
4: Yes, um, we table at some of the libraries, we do public events, we do old home days. Uh, We'll be doing market day in Concord, have tables there to assist people and to get the word out to who we are and our services are free. Um, Our goal is to continue to partner with DHHS, the state insurance department, the hospital, Peter's group, uh, Jeremy's group and we'd like to see the Navigator program stay in place. Uh, We've seen them come and go, and this is a resource that we're really hoping to keep in the state of New Hampshire. And we wanna do whatever we can to work with everybody and make this stay.
0: Yeah, what are some ways you're making sure that happens?
4: Again, getting the word out. uh, We have partnered with WellSense, one of the managed Medicaid companies, We'll be doing an event next week at the Beach Street School and meeting people there to assist them. Uh, We bring our laptops, we sit with them, we sign them up, we answer questions, we show them the plans, how much they're going to cost. And just let them know that our services are free and the insurance is affordable. And it's to getting the word out to everybody that doesn't understand that we're here and we can assist them.
0: So how do, does your group along with Peter and Jeremy work together to make sure you're hitting all the communities uh, across the state so that people aren't left behind? I don't know which one of you three might want to jump on that.
4: <laughs> I know Jeremy group works with a lot of the FQHCs. I used to be an employee of the hospital and also an FQHC. So I'm familiar. Um, we have a lot of contacts. Andrea uh, with Peter's group. So, we meet monthly, we have collaboration meetings, we share whatever information we can. And if I can't help someone, I'll refer them to another organization that can.
5: Yeah,
2: and I'll just like, say likewise, yeah. we refer folks back and forth when we feel it's a better fit for the other organization. I know um, Adrian checks into the staff team as well uh, for your group as far as making sure uh, we kind of know what each other are doing so we don't duplicate services and do try to cover the state uh, and communities as best we can. Jeremy, I'm assuming for the online
0: side
3: too. The other cool thing too is Donna's group. You know, like she she briefly mentioned, they she's got a lot of navigators that speak a lot of different languages, and so they can go and kind of you know go to all the different communities. And you know, if we get somebody that calls us and. We, we think it's a good fit to refer it to them, we do. So it's been a really good, just knowing kind of who specializes in what and everybody working together for sure.
4: And, and I do have to say that the uh, Department of Health and Human Services staff has been amazing working with us to getting us pin numbers when we need it and answering questions to help us, help them get everybody their redetermination done so that people don't fall through the cracks and lose the programs.
0: So, Donna, how do people uh, find Health Market Connect?
4: I'm going to apologize up front. I don't have the main number. I can give you my number, and then I can always connect them with the other navigators. My number is 603-913-9229. And like I said, we have 10 navigators, five different languages throughout the state of New Hampshire.
0: And, Jeremy, if you want to give another quick plug for ACA Navigator quick while uh, right after you were just on.
3: Yeah, it's uh, so website, acanavigator.com. And uh, you can reach us on the phone at 877-211-6284.
0: Awesome. Navigator program is really exciting. And uh, I'll let Peter also give a quick plug for his end, it if he wants to from the uh, uh, First Choice Services.
2: Yeah, so we have the on-the-ground okay. staff uh, here meeting the communities. But the way to reach her is through that same number that Jeremy just gave 877 211 6284, and you
0: can find your way to Adrian. <clears throat> awesome. You've got, you got to put that number in 15 million times so people get it by the third, so that, that's that's very helpful. Thank, thank you uh, so much, Donna Toomey of Health Market Connect, as well as jumps in, for jumping in from uh, Jeremy Smith and Peter Ames of the Foundation for Healthy Communities, not uh, not First Choice Services. Sorry, Jeremy, you can't steal him yet. Uh, moving over to uh, the New Hampshire Insurance Department with Keith Nyhan, the Consumer Services Director over there, if he's been on the show before. They offer some great uh, services to residents in the state. And and I, I can only imagine that uh, the upcoming public health emergency ending is raising all sorts of red flags for uh, what the Consumer Services Division is going to be dealing with in the not too distant future. Can you give a quick overview of who the New Hampshire Insurance Department is and what your department does specifically before we get into some of the specifics?
5: Uh, absolutely. And Thank you very much for having me on the program today. And um, certainly on behalf of the department, and the commissioner, I want to thank my fellow panelists. Um A.J., Henry, Peter, Jeremy, and Donna. Um, All the information that's been provided has been excellent. But anytime I get a chance to speak about the insurance department the consumer services role in particular, um, I do like to mention that the consumer division has, you know, kind of three primary tasks or missions, which is educate, navigate, and investigate. And really what that means is the consumer services division um, is here to educate, any type of insurance consumer, whether it be a health insurance consumer, someone who's looking to buy a policy, or someone who perhaps has had an uh, an automobile accident and has questions about homeowner's insurance. Um, We're here to answer any questions that the public has about um, insurance products in the state of New Hampshire. Um, With regard to navigation, we've certainly heard from a couple of the navigators today who have a very critical role in um, assisting New Hampshire residents find COVERAGE, um, OUR ROLE IS A LITTLE BIT MORE BROAD, WHERE WE HELP INDIVIDUALS um, NAVIGATE THE COMPLEXITIES OF THE INSURANCE INDUSTRY AS A WHOLE. AND, AGAIN, THAT MIGHT BE uh, ASSISTING SOMEONE WHO'S HAD AN AUTOMOBILE ACCIDENT NAVIGATE um, WHAT THAT CLAIM PROCESS LOOKS LIKE. Um, It could be assisting someone who is looking to buy life insurance. So that navigate function is is extremely important, as we've heard today. And then lastly, we are a consumer investigation unit where um, grievances concerning one of the department's licensees or any of the department's licensees um, we're here to investigate those grievances and see if we can't find some sort of resolution or remediation for consumers. And that, that typically looks like, you know, using the example I've already given, someone who uh, may be feeling as though they've been harmed or being treated unfairly by an insurance company for an automobile claim, we're here to help out. We can reach out and investigate what's going on behind the scenes. So um, I'll give a quick plug here. The consumer services number here at the department is 800- I'm sorry, I got the wrong number. uh, 800-852-3416. That being said, what I really wanted to kind of talk about today is as the individuals who are going through the Medicaid redetermination, um, for those individuals who find themselves um, searching for coverage, who who need to procure coverage, Really, the the, the navigators who have spoken today are really the source for the best information for New Hampshire residents. Uh, Many individuals who attempt to buy insurance coverage on their own, and that's through healthcare.gov. Some people um, refer to it as New Hampshire's federally facilitated marketplace. Um, The website can be fairly difficult to navigate. There are a lot of options out there. And again, the navigators who have spoken today can assist in that process. Um, And there's really a strong component of buyer beware in the marketplace today. Um, I would say at the forefront of that discussion is individuals who find themselves on healthcare.gov frequently end up navigating to a particular link that says find local help. That find local help button we have found leads individuals, not to local navigators that we have spoken to here today, but individuals who might work in some other state who profess to be local experts. And those non-local representatives um, have been kind of at the pivot point of selling a lot of non-compliant products to New Hampshire consumers. Consumers that are not Affordable Care Act compliant or qualified health plan um, compliant policies. Um, There's a a mantra in the world that says if it's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Um, Anyone who's purchasing an individual insurance policy here in the state of New Hampshire is reminded there are only three insurance companies um, who have products approved for sale in New Hampshire. That's Anthem, um, Harvard Pilgrim, and and Ambetter. So buyer beware if you're shopping for coverage, again, I can't stress enough, use the Navigator community um, and be wary of buying any plans um, that are not being sold by, again, Anthem, Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, uh, or Ambetter.
0: Super quick, what what exactly does ACA compliant mean from a consumer uh, information standpoint?
5: uh, ACA refers to the Affordable Care Act, Some people refer to it as Obamacare. Um, The Affordable Care Act and ACA compliant policies are fully insured health plans that provide those, not just basic services, but advanced services that most individuals have come to expect in insurance products, and certainly those individuals um, who have been on Medicaid have come to appreciate. You know, there are preventative care services. There are there's coverage for diagnostic services. There's free office visits for preventative care. Going to see a PCP coverage for um, major medical. Um, disasters, if you will, you know people who find themselves in the emergency room. It's a it's a full suite of insurance coverage for people who need who have health needs to include pharmacy benefits. Um, ACA, Affordable Care Act, sometimes referred to as QHP or Qualified Health Plans. Um, catch those are key terms that. ALL INDIVIDUALS should, SHOULD SPEAK TO, WHETHER IT BE A NAVIGATOR OR AN INSURANCE PRODUCER, um, ASK THOSE HARD QUESTIONS. And, AND IT'S A VERY SIMPLE QUESTION and, AND THERE SHOULD ONLY BE ONE ANSWER TO IT, IS Is THIS A QUALIFIED HEALTH PLAN THAT, that YOU'RE SELLING ME? IS THIS AN AFFORDABLE CARE ACT COMPLIANT POLICY THAT I'M BUYING? Um, THOSE QUESTIONS SHOULD BE AT THE FOREFRONT OF EVERY CONSUMER'S um, LIST.
0: As we uh, come to the end of the public health emergency, what are some ways that the consumer services division is getting ready or uh, getting specific uh, information out there for these individuals?
5: That's uh, certainly this, this, this panel, uh, this, this podcast is is a big step there's frequent public service announcements our consumer services staff has been trained and someone mentioned it earlier in kind of a different terminology there's no wrong door here at the insurance department if someone calls here with a question if if, if it's a medicaid question we have great resources and contacts over in the medicaid office those individuals will be redirected if an individual has a question about any insurance product we will assist and we will certainly encourage anybody who is going through the medicaid redetermination um to speak to one of the navigators and again that number's been mentioned a couple times um certainly worth mentioning again um and that number is if i have it in front of me uh 877 211 6284 and i believe i got that correct you did um, very You're critical um, um People use those numbers, those resources, and the individuals who spoke today are really the individuals and the organizations that are best suited to help New Hampshire residents um, through this process.
0: Awesome. And uh, Henry Littman, I'm going to put you on the spot super quick. What should individuals be keeping an eye out for again to make sure that they're not going to have a lapse in coverage?
1: For the pink letter, the pink letter is your cue that it's time to work on um redetermining your eligibility and if you find out that you're not going to be eligible after the public health emergency the the fine navigators that new hampshire has and i would also mention that you know these navigators have been vetted by the insurance department and by the federal government to make sure that they're capable and competent to provide the services that they've described and they're 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 doing it you know in the right way and um, people should take advantage of it
0: and third donna
4: the number to reach us for health market connect is 603-309-2021.
0: Right, so definitely reach out to them and hmcnh.com's all sorts of resources out there so if If you have any sort of delay, feel free to reach out to one of the other groups here. I'm sure they all work together as much as possible to make sure that New Hampshire residents are covered as uh, there's going to be all sorts of confusion as we come out of the public health emergency with regards to coverage, and we want to make sure everyone knows where to go. And I'm going to give a quick plug right here at the end. If you have any questions or lose your health insurance coverage, you have options. New Hampshire offers free enrollment assistance through the New Hampshire Navigator programs. Navigators can help with private insurance or Medicaid, so contact the insurance navigators by calling 877 211 6284, or one of the many other numbers talked about today. And please contact the New Hampshire Insurance Department if you have any questions or concerns about marketplace plans by calling 800 852 3416 or email conser- consumer services at ins.nh.gov. Huge thank you to this amazing panel that has joined me today Henry Lipman, of the New Hampshire Medicaid Director, Peter Ames, the Foundation of Health Healthy Communities, uh, Jeremy Smith. First Choice Services, Donna Toomey of Health Market Connect, and Keith Nyhan of the New Hampshire Insurance Department, Consumer Services Division. Thank you all so much for joining me, and please, if you're out there listening to this, if you found the podcast, you found the video on YouTube, uh, reach out if you need help, because all these individuals are here to help. This has been the New England Take on WKXL. I'm your host, AJ Kears said you can listen to the show weekly Fridays at 6 p.m. as well as Tuesday mornings in the 6 A.m. hour of WKXL in the morning, which I also host here at the station. Get all the episodes on demand by visiting nhtalkradio.com and listen online twenty-four-seven, also nhtalkradio.com to the rest of our amazing shows. Thanks for listening.